This is Drake Digital with Drake West and Sid in the morning. Keep up with the shows and podcasts at drakehallmemphis.com. All right, uh, uh, back to a uh, quick story uh, that regards politics. And we, we try to, uh, you, there are some times you cannot help but dabble. Because the, 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 these stories are so, they, they beg to be discussed and are laughed at and or talked about or at least to give them some thought to, because there's so much idiocy and nonsense. Never in my lifetime. And I recall the days of Watergate clearly, although I was a very young man. I remember the, uh, the messes of that and the Vietnam War and Kent State and Chicago and all of those things in my youth. And, um, um, and then things got quiet. I guess we had Jimmy Carter. Things were real quiet. And first of all, how the hell is he alive still? <laughs> well, good we have, yeah, we haven't heard anything good or bad. He's been in, in hospice for about a month, two month? months yeah. or three months. And I saw a story in The Onion, which is a, a piece of uh, satire. And they were, they were saying um, that people were trying to kill him. And he even uh, he, uh, shot himself in the head and he still can't die. <laughs> <laughs> that thought. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, Obama. go on, just go on and get out, dude. But he, uh, he's, he, so there was the, the uh, Carter days, which were very non-memorable. And then we went on to who? Mr. Bush, the elder? What? Well, in, or, after Jimmy, there or, was uh, Reagan. Oh, Reagan. Reagan. Oh, yeah. Big Ronnie uh, came came riding in on his steed and uh, a lot of shit changed there too. But anyway, it has never been as uncivilized and embarrassingly stupid as it is now. And uh, it's going to cause problems more than it already has. But it continues to be uh, a constant topic of discussion among all of us. And the part, the story that, that, I, that I don't understand why it's not getting more talk one big thing, says the headline, the rising trend. Now, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and since I brought this up, the story has even changed more. Independent America, the share of U.S. adults who identify with either political party. Now, this has changed. Um, they go back to, tw- to 2004, and this is where this starts, the dissent. And... 04, 35% of Americans were Democratic. 33 were Republican. That makes 68, which would leave 32% either unaccounted for, independent, libertarian, whatever your groove may have been. Uh, and in, okay, uh, in, in, in 04, which seems odd, 31% claimed to be independent. Which election did Ralph Nader screw up and kicked Al Gore out of the presidency? That was... Was that Because if he hadn't run, Gore would have won and all that shit. So, um, anyway... Yeah, that would have so, been 2000. Okay. Yeah. Because, yes, yeah, so a Big George did his run for eight years and... Uh, all right. Or was it Clinton? I can't keep up with this stuff. Anyway... Uh, The story says, we spend our days captivated by people with the most power and the biggest mouths. 
That's a pretty smart line. But it turns out a rising number of Americans want something else. They want their independence from either party. Gallup polling last month found that a that almost half of Americans see themselves as independent. The same as the two parties put together. I don't believe that anybody realizes that. Or there wouldn't be all this finger pointing and hollering and liberal this and conservative that and it would it's it's just it's it's shocking by far the sentence says next the dominant of the parties in this country is not d or r it's i'll shop around thank you <laughs> I like the that. independent yeah. uh so d's 25 percent r's 25 percent independence 50 percent i would never have thought that were the case and if you watch the news and watch all the idiocy, this is like a, you know, boxing match. But the loudmouth ones, it seems, and the insane ones are on the extreme right bus. Mm-hmm. Um, that hasn't always been the case. And that may change if they're smart. It's a small number of people. I believe I said the, them before was about 43 of them identify as the, you know, MAGA part and the rest of them like mitch mcconnell who these people i saw another long piece today and they attached uh, a name to the aging politicians among us of which there are many yeah uh, and a uh, diane feinstein uh from uh, california is being urged to step down she's had shingles and been she's 89 or something uh, she's been urged to uh, resign McConnell is 81, um, and they ran down the numbers of these people who have no business being in politics. But the system does not account for term limits, and it should, uh, in my uh, observation. That's why we get the same minds, the same votes, the same people getting paid off to make the same votes for decades. And that's where some of the problems lie. On the other hand, Right now, the most annoying and stupid among them are the young ones who cannot shut up. Marjorie, this oh, Bobert broad oh. from Colorado who won by 500 votes. She'll be gone so fast that she, and the list goes on. Uh, you know, Matt gets. Then there's the bunch, but you never really hear, I don't hear, not that I am trying to find them, anybody in the D party who does anything incredibly outrageously stupid have i missed something or do they just yell a lot louder on the right <laughs> well, all the mega bunch because there is no kind of a you know mega outfit there's the extreme liberals yeah um yeah. elizabeth warren is one that gets on my last nerve uh chuck schumer i think he means well but i believe he goes too far and they need to retire and go fish mm-hmm. But you've got so, the, uh, AOE, uh, uh, and and there's like AOE is pretty mouthy, yeah. Two or three others that are the squad that uh, get some attention and say loud things, and I I haven't heard a lot from any of them except AOE in the past. I don't know how long. And the media does not find her interesting, uh, you know, enough to spend that much time on her because she's not outrageous enough. Uh, but you know, Marjorie and uh, Bobert. Those two especially get tons of coverage. 
mainly for saying the most incredibly dumb stuff you can mm -hmm. ever imagine. Right. If, if, Ignorance. If, stupid. Yeah. If you had saw a headline that said, uh, young congresswoman puts forth theory that Bigfoot is in control of the media, would you would you be more likely to ascribe that to AOC or to Marjorie Taylor? Oh, uh, probably Marjorie. <laughs> just throwing uh, that out there. Okay, I just called up this website that I, for some reason, go to uh, way too often, but it has a ton of different stuff on it. Lauren Boebert is furious after Colorado passes three bills supporting health care. She calls them a complete disgrace. I wonder if she has parents or kids that have health care provided by whomever. And if anybody gets going again on this Obamacare kick, you need to look at the numbers and the facts of how many people that has helped. Mm -hmm. And... I don't care either way about who you like and who you don't like. The facts of that are that, that it it changed people's lives in some cases. But this biatch is outraged because, see, this, these include abortions and gender-affirming health care. Now, this is Colorado, a very liberal state. And somehow, she won office in that state. Uh, but the two big issues on the table are going to be abortion rights and gun control and uh, we're going to see how that swings but back to the original point uh, which is I think it is a decent sign of hope that that half of Americans do not choose to be involved with either party they want to make their own decision now the only problem that that brings up is if somebody that you don't like if you're a Democrat and you don't want Biden in there, and if you're a an R, you sure don't want him in there, or do you because of his age? Is it a handicap? Maybe and probably. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you want Trump in there, uh, and you know, God forbid that this lunatic ever become president again. And I, if that offends you, um, tough shit. Uh, if you still believe. This guy is a competent and a credible human being, just to start with. Uh, have mercy on your soul. Uh, the issue will be if an independent gets tossed into this and throws the popular vote or the you know the the other vote that is so stupid and all the jury. This could be a real messed up situation. It's the lesser of two evils or three evils, maybe. So how do we work that out? Are you looking for a blueprint blueprint for me right now? <laughs> I'm just looking for. At, I mean, we just we got to vote. I'm just looking here at the time of year that it is, and the last election at this point there were ten people on either side, probably, you know, mentioned for this office. You get the impression that nobody wants this gig. And the ones that want it are crazier than Al shit. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody normal better step up. And I don't know what normal is, but... Well, the, I don't think... Geez. They're too smart to want this job. <laughs> I think you're I right. think. Well, and they're, they're all being real cautious. Because on the Republican side, you have the 
I guess the two big ogres there are going to be Trump and DeSantis. And no one wants to piss one of them off or the party in general off too early. By, by yeah. announcing too early. On the Democratic side, you've got the big ogre of is Biden going to run again or not or what? And no one wants to see be seen as stepping up to run for president on the Democratic side too soon because that's like saying Biden Judge doesn't even have the backing of his own yeah. party. Get out yeah. of here, old man, or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a real... I, I've just never seen things so unbalanced and so uh, there are only three or four names being tossed around and you know these people they 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 announce and it, it makes the news for for like one day this this uh, former governor of uh, Arkansas Asa Hutchinson and uh, and uh, what's her name Haley nobody gives a shit about what they're saying they don't care <laughs> at all right. it's, the deadline. The, it's it's all the mouthy ones that get the press yeah. And they're the ones saying the most, you know, scary, dumb stuff. But people continue. I think that the, it it this that's what is driving people away from any affiliation and saying I'm a proud Republican. Well, you might have used to been, but it's a little hard to to kind of you know navigate through. Which part of that party do you like? And it's also remarkably obvious how. McConnell and the ones that used to be the you know demons are the ones that seem to have the most sense now. That's scary. Well, the best thing to be pulling uh, that that needs to be pulled from this is all the people who identify as independent and not affiliated with the party still need to go and vote in these primaries. Yeah. And vote for the person in the one of the major parties that they would be able to tolerate the most. It isn't that sad. What a sad commentary that is. Who can I tolerate the most? But then again, on the other hand, it is a figurehead gig. They really have no power when it comes down to it. They sit behind that Oval Office desk and play with themselves for four years and eight years. and try. It's just a never-ending game. And they're not really in charge of anything. It's... There is some gigantic, you know, boardroom where ten people control the world and they meet in the dark. But that, uh, that what what film was that? Doctor Strangelove, where the where the ten men made every decision in the world, and it's this entire world is run by banks and oil people. Let's just face it. And these presidents yeah. wear ties and and you know wave and say stupid shit. So. Just I don't opinion. know. I just hope a lot of people are we on yet? like a lot, oh. lot, 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 lot. <laughs> I think it's a scary time and somebody needs to get the reins and calm people down. It doesn't matter what you do. It's going to be wrong to somebody. Oh, sure. No matter what always you do, it's, it's mm-hmm. going to always be, they suck. The economy is, you know, up and down. Uh, unemployment is at an all time low. Uh, whose fault is that? Or who gets credit for that? Gas prices are up a dime. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. You know, it's it's right. always somebody else's fault. That's why it's so hard to care. But if you don't care and don't vote, you end up with what you get 
yes. with Marjorie and Lauren Boebert. Because the ones who are the extremist, they really care, and they yeah. never miss it, and they mm. always vote in as as hard as they can for the one yeah. is just as extreme as them in those primaries, and that's what so many people overlook. And and they will keep watching Fox News, although they are a convicted fucking liars, and, and but nobody cares. It's still their go-to. And they believe in that like it's some kind of a deity. And that's that's part of the problem. Let's just blame the media for everything. That's fair, I think. Yeah, I mean, might as <laughs> we well. We all suck. We all suck. Drake Digital, whatever. We had this yesterday, just a, 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 kind of a, a, a short piece that I came across. Uh, the Wall Street Journal has a news story out about how uh, the, the uh, dangers of Instagram... Now, these things should not be dangerous. They should be entertaining. And uh, Sid puts up stuff uh, from all of our houses with our animals and just little, you know, videos. And uh, but this one obtains internal documents that are um, since Facebook owns this, they had to confront those in charge at Facebook. Uh, Zuckerberg, that little evil worm and um uh, but this thing uh, shows harmful effects on some teenage users mainly teenage girls and um it makes them feel bad about their bodies now whose fault is that uh these comparisons to people on instagram can change how these young girls uh see and describe themselves it makes their body image issues worse for one in three teen girls. This piece was written in 2019. Teens blame Instagram for increases in their anxiety and depression, uh, says the same report. This was unprompted, and it appeared the same to be. Uh, it was. It was all. Uh, all these girls from all you know walks of life and parts of the world. It gave many of them thoughts of suicide. Uh, this is in, in uh, England and in the U.S., and they all blamed Instagram. So Mark Zuckerberg, of course, uh, in March of this year, told Congress that, that uh, their research shows that these apps help people connect with other people, and they have positive mental health benefits. Of course he would say that, mm -hmm. um, but he says that, that the impact on teens' well-being is probably, quote, quite small. What's he going to say? Um, but it makes these kids feel bad about their bodies and their lives in general and leads them to do excessive things like, you know, kill themselves. Uh, this also, as a part of this story... It says that based upon internal uh, communications and various memos, they found that uh, Facebook exempts a ton of people in the millions, politicians and celebrities and other elite users from the standards they impose on other people. The person said, we are not actually doing what we say we do publicly. So once again, here here is uh, Facebook getting busted, uh, along with Instagram, for um, doing things that seem inappropriate. 
but do you blame them or do you have to put this on these kids being too influenced by social media platforms? What's well, the yeah. answer? Well, and I mean, any social media platform could affect people with a certain personality and a certain age group and a certain just low self-esteem. I mean, I'm not taking up for the social media platforms, but... No, I, no, I think that this there are two sides to this. I mean, but this is not anything new. Um, no. Uh, because these kids and the bullying factor and the... But you can, you know, bully people and make fun of how they look uh, on these things. And this goes on a lot. Uh, and it's been the plot in, you know, various movies and uh, TV shows uh, about how this, you know, body shaming and all this crap... And I will mention again um, this book that I bought, and 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 I bought it because uh, she has written a couple of books. Um, um, one is her life story uh, from the films that uh, th- that she's been in, uh, Diane Keaton. And I bought this book uh, off of Amazon, and I didn't really know exactly what the content was. And the book is called "Let's Just Say It Wasn't." pretty and I'm about you know five chapters in and the book is about how much she hated how she looked as a kid her hair her eyes her face her body and how this pretty much just drove her out of her mind uh, comparing herself to other people and um the wigs she had to wear in The Godfather, she hated them because she hates her hair. But she kind of analyzes and uh, breaks down the things that she always didn't like about how she looked. And she obsessed over this stuff. And um, But it's funny, too. Uh, but if you have a kid or if you uh, have issues about getting older and you don't like how you look and... Um, you're self-conscious about it. This book is extremely funny and very poignant, and she is just so fantastic. Diane Keaton. Let's just say it wasn't pretty. If you <laughs> want to find something to read, she's just so she's, damn good. She's so gorgeous. And on the note of social media, I think she is too. And but yeah. she, but 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 it's it's a she's she's not a beauty. She's just kind of unconventionally attractive because she's smart and she dresses well and wears hats. And is funky, and she was Annie Hall, and that kind of you know made her entire career. But that's the way she seems to be in real life. She's funny and self-effacing, and um, just she's just great and just a and, natural. Um, you know, she's come. She, she's so natural, uh, but in movies and stuff, she she's also a a, a fine actress too, mm-hmm. who is so versatile uh, because the play. You know, Kay Corleone uh, was not the easiest gig in the world. I can bet on that. But <laughs> I'm uh, sure. let's just say it wasn't pretty. That's her her look at herself. It's um, a very interesting take on looks and beauty and how we judge ourselves and beat ourselves up too much. So I wanted I wanted to add on the social media note, and my uh, uh, Brian read my mind, but because um, he texted in. It's the parents' fault because they're not monitoring the use of these social media platforms and these apps because they're spending so much time on their own cell phones. 
and not with their kids. Yeah, and I completely I, I agree. guess, but you, yeah, but you cannot you monitor every move your kid makes. No, you but just you can can't. have conversations with them. Yeah, to see but what's how far do they their, go in their lives? Sometimes parents do, are, you know, there are just good kids and there are bad kids, and some that listen and some that don't. And I don't know how many shows and movies I've seen the past year or two that involve, you know, phones and texting and this this uh, show that I mentioned um, on Netflix. I'm now spacing on the title of it. Help me, help me, help Was me. Was it the clickbait one? The clickbait. Ah. If you want to see how you can can uh, just just totally uh, destroy someone's life to the point that they get killed over it. Uh, this show is an eight-part look at the murder of a guy. And they do it through the eyes of every character that is a main part of the show. Uh, the cop involved, the guy's wife, um, eight different episodes. It's a one-season show, clickbait. But ultimately, what you find out is how easy it is to take on uh, the identity of anybody else and to Photoshop stuff and to put things up that are patently untrue and to ruin someone's life. And in this case, this guy ends up dead. God. Uh, and, th- and this happens, I guess, in the first episode. Then they go on in the next next uh, shows to analyze and determine who did this. And they do it through the eyes of everybody involved, the cops, his family, and so on. And the last episode of this is is somebody who was not really prominent in the show. And it is mind-blowing who did it. It's incredible. But these phones can, you know, in the wrong hands, be dangerous. As you say, though, Sid, if the parents are on top of this, mm-hmm. then it makes things easier. Um, and the person that ended up, you know, being the killer wasn't a kid. It was somebody who was spiteful and hateful and thought it was a game. It ain't oh, a game. Mm. That's yeah. uh, I've got to watch that. It is a, it, I have never been, I mean, this just blindsided. I, I thought, oh, I can't believe this is who done it. It's unbelievable. Wow. Clickbait. Yeah. These phones are dangerous and kids yeah. are, you know, malleable and they're, they're, they're just naive and. They don't know, and they get jealous, and they, you know, it's that it's craziness. Make, make sure your kids know that how much you love them. I feel like that's a giant key. That's a giant. Which, why? But why do you have to state the obvious? But I mean, you know. Well, some parents don't do it like you and your husband do, and your well, good I'm not parents. Trying to, I'm not trying to say that. No, but, but some people are too busy, and they assume that the kids are all fine. But every right. kid with a phone and a you know laptop uh, and any knowledge of technology, and they mm-hmm. all know everything in the world about this stuff, and they can do anything. And stuff can uh, pop and, up and show. Stuff can pop up to them, oh, and yeah. they don't, they don't, they're not looking for it, and it could be bad. Well, yeah. So. If you um, just tell them that if the thing pops up that says. Uh, how to grow your penis four inches with this one weird trick? God, tell them, tell them that that's not not going to happen. I try um, to I try to listen to just regular. Okay, I tr- well, of course I listen to you know ninety six one Drake FM in my car. But sometimes I might flip around because the child wants to hear some rap. 
So I'm doing that, and I'm trying to just, you know, spend some great time with him in the car coming home from football practice yesterday, and a dang erectile dysfunction uh, ad plays on some Well, so station. what? I mean, I mean, he has to learn about it sometime. It's he, it's he, no big secret. I he, mean, you he know. Didn't need, he didn't need to learn about it then. Why? Because I, he didn't need to learn about it then. It, because well, it's I don't a, know why. Yeah. <sighs> I, I, he doesn't. He he doesn't have the problem yet, no, but he may no, have it in, he, in about fifty years. So he, he well. All right, we're not. This, this, is, this is the same wrong, discussion. This is taking a wrong turn. <laughs> back when we worked over at Rock One Hundred Three, back before it went into the toilet, um, our boss back then refused to run any ads for condoms. She would not do it, and now that's been. 25, 30 years ago. She was opposed to it entirely. And these decisions can be made, but you can hide from this stuff and try to you know, hide it from your kids, but it's out there in the world. They're going to see it someplace. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. But uh, you, can- you, you just can't cover it up. And if he wants to go and look up on his phone, what that means, he'll do it. I or know. you can tell him yourself in a sensitive way or have his dad do it. I'd rather it, see you know. the latter. The latter two are fine with me. A, a, t- a radio ad when we're trying to listen to, I don't know, a song or a baseball game. Oh, I know. It's, you know, it it's is, so annoying. It, it is no doubt uncomfortable, um, but uh, this won't be a problem for him for a long time. And uh, <laughs> back in that time, we ran some... Um, syndicated shows on uh, Sunday night and I some rock show or some crap list I can't recall but there was an ad on there for Trojan condoms and she somehow heard it and had a hissy conniption fall down fit that was well it's just part of the show I I I can't edit out their commercials yeah but that's when the shows came on LPs and then of course there Right, right. That was a metal shop. Yeah, and then there were the ads <laughs> for you know, t- for you know, for the for the uh, titty bars, which um, oh yeah. Now that no, she was she, she she wouldn't do it until you realize how much money they'll spend, and then they put them on at night only, mm-hmm. and they're tackier than hell anywhere. But nonetheless, that's the way this stuff works. Nothing anymore is secret. Nothing is private. And if kids want to know, they're going to find out. Um, but it is uncomfortable for parents, moms especially, to have their kid who's 13 hearing about a broke-down uh, you know, pecker. Uh, right. It's, 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 right. It's, it's, it's kind of rough. <laughs> and that, that, in fact, is the name of that product. It's called Broke Down Pecker. Uh, <laughs> I think so. that should be a name for, of a band. <laughs> it, somebody will steal that now. See, thanks. <laughs> I and know. Dang it. It was our idea. Back in a moment, this is Drake Digital. This is advice from CEOs of big companies about saving money. You know, at at, uh, 25, at 30, you don't think you'll ever get old. So why save money? Well, uh, if you're smart, you uh, and many people these days seem to have caught on, you can take 25 bucks out of your check every time, put it into savings, and then one day you'll be... 60 and you'll be set for life uh, if you do it right but most people don't think they'll ever get old well it happens trust me 
uh, and you have to be smart about your dough. And um, uh, we don't know how long the world will even be here, but if the world does exist in about 30, 40 years, you'll wish you had some money. And so here's some advice on how to begin to save your money. This is from Gary Kelly, the CEO of Southwest Airlines. Uh, his advice uh, automatically uh, put aside one 737 every month. At the time, you'll barely miss it, <laughs> but but at, at some point, you'll have an entire fleet. That's great. That, to me, is pretty good advice. Um, this guy is H. Lawrence Culp, the head of GE. Try to cut down on spending you don't need, like you know, paying your taxes. Thanks, dude. <laughs> like all of you CEOs. Brian Halligan, the head of HubSpot. When you buy something, round up the change and put the extra into an interest-bearing uh, account. Next, tell me the routing and account numbers for that account. <laughs> then go out of town for a few weeks. Thank you. Um, okay, good advice from him. Tim Cook from Apple. If you put away even 5% from each of your paychecks, soon enough, Steve Jobs will die, and you'll be CEO of Apple. Nice. No, no, what, oh, wait a minute. He's a little bit behind uh, since Steve Jobs. Been dead for 10 years. Golly. Golly. Um, 30%, this is from Jamie Dimon from J.P. Morgan Chase. These criminals. Uh, your income, at least... Uh, 30% of it should be for rent, 25% for food, and 40% for hush money for your mistresses. Okay, <laughs> that's that's pretty good advice. Doug Parker, American Airlines. Uh, it's hard to save money, so don't be afraid to ask your parents or Congress for billions of dollars in bailout money. Okay, <laughs> that, uh, that works out, and it always seems to happen. Um, Ramon LaGuerta the head of PepsiCo. If you kick the vending machine uh, hard enough, sometimes a free Sierra Mist will pop out. Oh, okay. That's, that's great advice. <laughs> uh, Craig Landau from Purdue Pharma. Those criminals. Sometimes the most obvious things work the best. Start pushing drugs. All right. Well, yeah. that's helpful. <laughs> uh, this bald-headed douche, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, the former Amazon chief i wouldn't sweat it too much since in the future world i am creating uh saving money will be a complete impossibility <laughs> and, and uh, so on that note these two stories here they shouldn't be companion pieces but they are and this is a bit depressing but i i'm not surprised by it um 56 of young people uh, were tested. They tested ten thousand of these kids across ten different countries uh, about their thoughts on the future, and they think that humanity is doomed. Uh, it doesn't take a young kid to have that opinion. Look around you. Uh, this kid who is eighteen in Hawaii used to. Uh, he was worried about the end of the world, but that doesn't feel all that distant these days now he's just concerned about what's next like every day it's a worry that is that is um affecting nearly half of the world's young people isn't that sad that is uh it is what uh it, this is the world's 
uh, most extensive look into young people's fears about the climate crisis. They're smart enough to know that it is not something that is just you know made up by by crazy people. Uh, but 45% of these kids that are 16 to 25 years old said that the climate stuff, uh, the anxiety and distress affects their lives every day and they have a hard time functioning normally. Isn't that sad? Mm. Uh, about 6 in 10 of these kids over the 10 countries blame their national governments who they said were betraying them and the future through inaction. Uh, three in four people said that the that they think that the future is frightening. This goes on and on, but that's the nuts of it right there, and that is a depressing thing that these kids see no hope. But once again, it doesn't take somebody young to have that vibe. You know, how long can we sit back and let these hurricanes and fires and excessive extreme things in this world go on it's not going to go on forever it's just going to go up in flame one day uh, or something but it's not going to be pretty and all these people that wrote books and had this in their predictions years ago are going to be proven right but they'll be too dead to reap any benefits from that then this story pops up and this is even more depressing hand sanitizer exposures are on the rise Uh, a mother has warned of this after her kindergartner collapsed from alcohol poisoning. Oh my gosh. They're, they're, they're trying to get high on the stuff, and it works. This nice. mother had a kid in day two of kindergarten, and the little girl was at her desk with her pencils and her little crayons and whatnot, and a fresh bottle of hand sanitizer, which was on the list of stuff she had to bring to school. By lunchtime, the five-year-old kid had collapsed. Uh, they called the mom at home and said, get to, get to the school here uh, quickly. She was walking like a little drunk down the hall. Gosh. Uh, by the time she got to the lunchroom, she fell and could not sit up straight. She had chugged this bottle of hand sanitizer. I just wonder if it was her intent to get high if she put those things together. She was totally out of it. Uh, they couldn't wake her up. Uh, she was like a little drunk and she began to cry and then she just kind of passed out. Her mom was terrified and had no idea what was wrong with her. So uh, at the hospital, she, the kid uh, you know, came to finally, but her mom had no idea what had happened to her. So this class, each of these kids has their own little you know, pump bottle of their, this never-ending hand sanitizer yeah. with their name on it. And this kid had... had uh, consumed half of that bottle. Oh my God. Six ounces Whoa. of alcohol, 70% alcohol. Her, she was, she uh, would have blown a 0.23 had she been driving a car, but she wasn't, thank God, because she's just, you know, five years old. In, uh, in the last 18 months, uh, more or less since this pandemic, They've seen an, an an incredible increase in hand sanitizer um, in in kids drinking this stuff because they know it makes you feel funny, good and or bad. But there's so much ethanol and stuff in this; it'll it's about a hundred and forty proof, 
even a small amount can get you really messed up. Well, you believe that? That's I think that age though. I wonder if somebody didn't dare her because that age in kindergarten, you're not going to know <laughs> what alcohol does to your body unless you. Well, she I mean, heard it somewhere from somebody that's at sad. five years old, and that's the part that is scary about it. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. There is no refuge from from any of this insanity. It's everywhere. What other little kid things? Um, Wesley has a story about the little children, too. Yeah, people are sharing the odd and weird interest that their kids took up out of nowhere sometimes. This guy named Will says, As a parent, I was prepared for the boy to get into violent video games. I was not prepared for him to become obsessed with a vineyard management sim called Terror and get upset about critics slagging off on his Zinfandel. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Jennifer says, at a time when you witness a group of teenagers having the time of their lives singing along to John Denver's Country Roads at the top of their lungs because they know it from a video game. Oh, God, that's depressing. Yeah. Oh, my. Hal says, my animal-obsessed son has decided he's nocturnal. He still sleeps at night, but insists that he can see in the dark and won't let us turn on the lights for him. The highlight of my evening is him tripping over toys and bumping into walls while acting like he meant to do it. That's really good. That's great. That's good. This woman says, My kid had her whole class make birthday cards for her dog who celebrated his birthday yesterday. We don't have a dog. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. Oh, the children. Hunter says, My eight-year-old daughter, I like this one. My eight-year-old daughter is on a Yosemite Sam kick. This morning, she saw me off by saying, Have a good day, you no-good bushwhacking varmint. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's great. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> There are too. a lot of worse things. Yes. Uh, she this, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. A lot of the work, yeah. <laughs> this user called Mommy Owl says, You think you're going to have a pretty normal day. And then your five-year-old announces, She only walks backwards now. <laughs> oh, God. Good stuff. Joel says, at school, my daughter took a sticker that said paint supplies off of a box and put it on her shirt. Now she says her nickname is paint supplies. She's just going through that normal insist everyone calls her paint supplies phase. All kids go through (laughs) paint supplies. (laughs) That's good. Diedrich says, my son is opening an Amazon package just now and said, oh, I think these are my top hats. What? What? Top hats? (laughs) Oh, that's weird. This, His Abe this Lincoln final, face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. The stove type one. Yes, it's collapsible. It telescopes. Oh, uh, Hank, uh, to wrap this up, says, My son is obsessed with the moon, which means that I suddenly also am. And that now I understand more about how the moon works and I have my entire life. And it's pretty amazing. And I'm disappointed that I wasn't paying attention before this. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good. Those, Those are, are good. good. You know, All right, Sid, what do you got left here to this, wrap this up? A guy named Gary sent one of those in, too, on Facebook. Uh, he says, our now seven-year-old used to catch flies and tear their wings off so they couldn't get away from her while she was playing with them. She still likes to catch them. We had to tell her several times that she couldn't tear their wings off because it was hurting them. Had to be more blunt and tell her it was actually killing them before she got the point. <laughs> she was collecting walks. She is a future serial killer of some kind 
That is just so weird. Like that, that makes kid's me. That kid's heading for trouble. Yeah. That that I mean, now that okay, Drake. Now that that now, I didn't even think about it that way. That creeps me out. Now hopefully that she won't turn to animals and start doing things to animals. But well, she's 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 obviously on the wrong path. The, <laughs> those are way better and weirder than what I f- was trying to think in my head back when Wes was doing the list. I was like, what did. Did mine ever do anything weird? Like a weird, he took up something. For a while, he was he was obsessed with magic and doing magic tricks, and he's in, and he got like he has like three. He doesn't anymore though, but he has like three magic um, kits, if you will, where you can learn how to do stuff with cards and sleight of the hand and like coins and you know just weird stuff like that and hide the you know cups with balls in them and you do them around and you have to guess and the balls can move from one cup to another without the person knowing I don't mm-hmm. know. but that's harmless at least he's not yeah. pulling wings off flies <laughs> yeah well that's so true yet. yet yeah yet oh okay <laughs> he's more worried about ed oh god i did find this uh, this thing this morning a woman gives a real review of her new york city apartment um you know, if you're familiar with Sex in the City, you, you're either envied Carrie Bradshaw's Upper East Side apartment or wondered how she could afford it. Well, this woman actually gives like a real uh, New York City apartments are just known for their high price and maybe not that great in quality. And even in some of the wealthiest neighborhoods, the story says like the Upper East Side um, television shows focus on them and, and uh, you know, show what they're maybe like. Uh, this this woman in I guess she does a TikTok of it. She said, "What it's like to live in the fabulous upper Upper East Side when you're not a squillionaire like your neighbors." She said with a fake posh accent. Do you like cabinet space? Me neither. I have never been able to open this. <laughs> and she and she goes to one cabinet. Um, her kitchen was so small that the oven blocked the under sink cabinet. She said, in a rush, don't shower. It's going to take at least 15 minutes for that water to become lukewarm at best. <laughs> she, she joked as the Six in the City theme song played. Uh, then she took the phone to her window and pointed it outside at the surrounding you know, restaurants and stuff. She said, see that restaurant? I can't afford it. That restaurant? I can't afford it. That restaurant shooed me out like a stray cat because I can't afford it either. <laughs> she's gotten 17.3 million views on tiktok with her with this Jeez. video i'm gonna have to find it somehow one person said this is so damn real another person wrote this is amazing your narration is so good and another another commented would watch the heck out of this show if it was a show because she was mm. just so good and funny about her not being able to afford this upper east side ap- apartment in some accent she does on tiktok well, those those apartments in that there there are all kinds, but there are they are so little for the most part, and the prices are just out of control. Yeah, and uh, and the bigger ones are for the people that have way too much money. But I have been to apartments of you know friends there that you walk in and there is a bed that like you know will be in the wall, and they pull that down. That, oh you, yeah. You know, and the bathroom is as big as a, a phone booth, and the kitchen is a sink, and it's they're, they're tiny, and they're you know four grand a month. It's just ridiculous. That's why I people live out. You know, people live out in the five boroughs for that reason, because living in Manhattan is impossible unless you're extremely well off. So, this is Drake Digital. 
On the note of health, which we discuss um, often because it's, well, if, you, if you're healthy, if you're not sick, if you don't have anything that's bad wrong with you, regardless of your age, life is so much easier. And there are ways to, to treat yourself. Uh, your body is a temple. You've heard all that stuff. You are what you eat. Oddly, you learn as you get older. That stuff is true. And if you eat garbage and if you uh, don't exercise and if you uh, live on fast food and on red meat, which is great sometimes, uh, it's going to lead to issues. And there are two new reports out that emphasize that loud and clear. It is about refined carbs and red meat has driven a rise globally in type 2 diabetes. Now, type 2, if you get your lab work done, as you should, at a doctor, and I read another piece today about how men uh, are dying younger. Uh, the age had gone up a good bit, uh, maybe because of the health craze and the running and going to gyms and stuff a decade ago or more. But some of that has kind of slowed down. And the uh, men in America die at the average age of about uh, 73, which seems to me to be pretty young. And women is about 79. Women are more likely to go to doctors to have stuff checked out. Men are not. And uh, you should have your you know blood checked and your lab tests run. I do mine once a year, the entire panel that covers everything happening in your body. And um, if you don't do that, these things sneak up on you. And they don't, they don't have to. Um, and we all, as you age, you have maybe some blood pressure issues or you've got cholesterol issues, um, but medication and diet and exercise can fix those because uh, mine were uh, not good at all. And now like, the, the total was like 126 or something nutty, which is really good. The A1C is a number that is that, uh, that indicates type 2 diabetes which is not as uh, severe as being diabetic, which involves insulin and shots and other care. Uh, but my number this time was a bit elevated. And I said, now, wait a minute, because it, it tends to go back and forth. And these numbers are not an exact science. They can fluctuate. That's why you have to fast about 12 hours before you get your lab work done. Now, I wonder if last time if I had gone 12 hours with nothing in my stomach. I don't, I'm not sure that I had. Either way, it was up about five points, and, and that's, you know, that's not alarming, but you have to keep an eye on it. But that's what type 2 diabetes, that's what you're heading for if you don't get it under control, and you don't want that in your life. Gobbling up too much refined wheat, mm. which I'm not even sure what that means. Is that bread and yeah. that kind of stuff? Okay. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Too much white bread, but there are different kinds of bread. There are, is, you know, 12, there's all kinds of breads that are healthy in, in moderation. Bread, rice, I don't know who eats rice anymore except in uh, sushi. And I ask for, you know, light rice. I don't want any of that rice. Along with eating too few whole grains has fueled the growth of a brand new uh, type of type 2 diabetes and millions of new cases says this new research piece that was done internationally. The thing suggests that poor carbohydrate quality is a leading uh, driver of diet-caused type 2 
type 2 diabetes globally. Another key factor, which is a biggie, and we um, we all do this some. We, we ate a steak out on Friday night, the first one I think of the year. A small fillet. I, I just can't. It, it just sits in your gut like a rock. People eat far too much red and processed meat. Bacon, sausage, salami, and such as that. Those three factors, eating too few whole grains and too much processed meat and grain, were the primary uh, the, the, uh, causes of 14 million new cases wow. in 2018. Now, that was four years ago. So it probably has gone up since then. But we're on the go and we're fast, and fast food is called fast food for a reason. Plus, it's cheaper in some cases. So the uh, processed food, they you're encouraged to really try to back off the red meat and all the good stuff. And then there's a tug of war between this story and this issue. And watching TV where that hamburger, you could pull it off the TV screen if you could and eat it right then. It looks so pretty. It's, wow. It does. Yeah. And tacos and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, But you got it. If you don't eat enough uh, of the five protective dietary factors, fruits, non-starchy vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains, and yogurt, uh, you're likely to not have any of these issues. People in Poland and Russia, where their diets focus on potatoes and red and processed meat, and other countries uh, in Eastern and other parts of Europe and the middle part of Asia had the highest percentage of new type 2 diabetes cases linked to diet. But think back, my grandmothers both, uh, it was, I mean, mashed potatoes, fried chicken, Mm, and, you know, bacon and sausage and eggs and all that stuff. Um, Many of us were raised that way, but there's always time to alter and to you know move things around and back off of you know some of that stuff and i did it a, a long time ago i i we we may have a hamburger here that is made here once a week maybe not um but and we don't fry stuff hardly at all it's baked in the oven cuz yeah. fried stuff is yeah. Oh, yeah. is death so she you know she meaning my wife well you know she 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 will Take some onion rings, our French fries, and bake them, not fry them. And so you can can do your you know guilty eating that way. But this is a, a pretty um, uh, you know jarring thing how bad this is around the world. But of course we have this country has um, taken our bad habits to Europe. I'll, I'll never forget when I, when I went uh, uh, over to uh, France and Italy for. Along for about a month, some years ago, I went into a town in in France called Provence, and it's uh, I thought a it's going to be out in the country and it'll be farmland and flowers and peace and love and people that that talk funny. And I uh, I went to the uh, city of uh, Provence, not the countryside. And the city of uh, Provence is it was built. Oh, it's, I, uh, it's it's old. And it's where the Pope lived um, for a time, hundreds of years ago, as they were redoing the Vatican. 
and they built this this papal village where the Pope and his squad lived and hung out. And so I thought, well, this should be cool. So I, so I, that's what they were called back then. And so uh, we drove into this place, and I get out of the cab. What's the first thing I see on the right side of the street? The Not golden friggin' arches. Oh, God. I thought, son of a bitch, I came uh, to France for this. That sucks. <laughs> so, so uh, thanks, America, for, um, but that's how it, there's KFCs all over the world and McDonald's and Taco Bells and that is America's doing, uh, I guess. But anyway, on that note of fast food, McDonald's, I haven't seen, uh, I, they're doing okay, I guess. We were on a road trip to my dad's a few weeks back and we stopped. We just, it was a, a fast and long trip and um, we're heading back and we, I thought, let's just stop here because I seem to have less of a gut issue when I eat their food. It doesn't, it doesn't make me as, you know, sick, sick mm -hmm. feeling. So we stopped there and I got one of their little, you know, fish things and tossed off most of the bread, and I ate a Big Mac, I think, too, and ate a few of her fries, 10, 50, I'm not sure how many I ate. And, <laughs> I can um, eat 50. <laughs> so McDonald's is making some big McChanges. Not my writing, again. McChanges, shut up. Burgers are getting upgrades, and the best part, the Hamburglar is back. Is he again? Oh, God. Yep. Kids get little baseball bats to beat him while the order is being prepared. Now, that's a party, and it keeps the kids amused and out of your hair, See? so you get to stay on your own phone. Exactly right. Exactly right. That's right. McDonald's hamburgers will soon taste a bit different. The fast food giant is making a number of changes. New buns among them, and I hate this word so much, meltier cheese. Melty is not a fucking word. Meltier, neither is it a word, or neither. Either one, it ain't. Equals more More sauce on the Big Mac. Onions added to the patties while they're still on the griddle. The Big Mac, the McDouble, that's a new one on me. The cheeseburger, double cheeseburger, hamburger will all be affected by these changes. Uh, the burger has a... Okay, okay, now, here's a sentence that made me stop. Okay. It is not about... This is not about the food at all. What do you two people call the mechanism on which you cook outside with either charcoal or propane gas? A grill. What is that machine a, called? A grill. Wesley, you said? A, a grill, yeah. Okay. Whoever does this needs to be pulled aside and shaken until their teeth fall out. This makes me crazy. A People a magazine staffer, well, there's a problem right there, who ate the new versions, said that, that these small changes make a difference. Here's the sentence, in quotes, The burger itself has a great grilled taste, like it came off of your own barbecue. No. Oh, barbecue yeah. is fucking meat. No. It's not, it's a grill. And people from the north mistake the two. In the South, you don't hear anybody say, let's fire up the old barbecue. It's a grill. It's a grill. Unless it's a smoker, and maybe it's a combination of the two. But it's not a barbecue. You're, yeah, Barbecue's you're, food. You're making right. barbecue. You have yeah. a barbecue party. You serve barbecue. 
Yeah, but but you're you're not cooking on a barbecue. No. Okay, what do they mean in Australia when they say shrimp on the barbie? What does that mean? Probably means the grill, but they're yeah. people dumb dumbass foreigners. Use the word barbie. <laughs> I don't know. They're just they're just stupid foreign people that talk weird uh, <laughs> and kill crocodiles. Um, anyway, uh, the Big Mac she says is now more like a messy pub burger instead of your run of the mill drive through. Okay. Well, all right. The only one out I've eaten, and it's been uh, maybe not even this year. If I have to have one, and there are times you've just got to. Wendy's is the choice. Ah, that was the last one I had. And the last only one time. this year. Mm. Without question, yeah. I used to like them a lot years ago. And the last time I got one, I, I, I now they're, I've always liked all their chicken sandwiches, but I, last time I got a burger there, not good at all. Not going to get a burger there ever again. I ever. never have a problem, and I don't care what anybody says. That, if that chili is made from 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 dog food i don't care it still is so good <laughs> last i heard in it. i don't care it is so <laughs> yummy last i heard it was made from the burgers of that day that did the not remains. sell and so they grind them up and put them in the chili and let it just cook for tomorrow There's the remains of the that. day and if you have any issues with your uh, well if you have tummy issues i would say run for your life or uh, by all means, add a packet of that hot sauce to it, too. Ooh. And you will be, uh, wow, fun times. And they're bringing back a Hamburglar, and it's advertising. Why? I don't know. Kids have no idea what the hell this clown in it. I know. They, they have, uniform and a bandit face on. Who, who is he? They have even backed away from Ronald McDonald in their advertising. Well, he's just turned into kind of a pervy freak he should be gone a long time ago <laughs> Man, uh, they they uh tried that i want to say maybe seven or ten years ago but they were trying to make a sexy hamburglar and he was played by what? a person and he had the beard stubble and this sexy mask oh, and no, the uh, and Todd that Grace. came and went in about three months so that was a yeah, waste of quarter of advertising yeah uh so so they have to say that they're bringing back to hamburger we found, we found that the small changes like tweaking our process to get hotter, meltier, che- meltier. It's not a word. And adjusting our grill settings for a better sear, and that's what Burger King does, adds up to a big difference in making our burgers more flavorful, blah, 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 well, blah. How about putting, it's not a barbecue, it's a grill. All right, what? How about right. putting some life into your restaurants instead of making them look like an Apple store these days? They, they are, are the pretty, places these days. They are pretty, uh, pretty, yeah, pretty uniform. You can stop at one any place in the south or north. It's probably the very same vibe. Yeah, and, and, I don't and go it's, in, so I don't and know. it's all. I refuse to go through any drive-through because I am not going to get boned ever again with the wrong order. I will not do it. <laughs> and I go inside, it? and I'm not going to. I'm not going through any drive-through. I'm going to watch them put it in the bag and check it again before I leave. Because they're all kids about 14 who would rather be anywhere in like a major war than be working at McDonald's. Yeah, and sometimes, yes. They, they, don't, they, they don't care. So I'm, not, I'm just you know, not going to do it. So that's, that's, that's the beef. On there it is. This, this is um, Drake Digital. <laughs> all right, Sid. 
go to these people in their antique habits, antiquated. All right, yes, old we stuff. like to have fun on Facebook and ask you questions and get responses because a lot of times then we read them on air. So over the weekend, I decided to ask people what what things that they do that that may look, be looked at to be archaic, but they do them anyway, like use a landline or write checks or you know stuff like that. So we got some really <laughs> really interesting damn old people, checks. man. I know. Hey, I write checks. But right, um, so we, we got bit. some good. You they're know, all bad, but whatever. They're all bad. We got some good answers. Uh, <laughs> Jessica says, I was just thinking about getting a landline put in because our cell reception sucks where we live and we've missed important calls because of it. Well, I don't well, mind. I would. We had one for a long time and learned that the only thing you ever get on there are calls about your car warranty uh, or they want to sell you a a, a, a a casket in case you die right then. <laughs> uh, but the phone never rang because it was turned off. But it was always somebody wanting to sell you something. And finally, I, there's just no point to pay these people, you know, some absurd fee every month. For, I, I'd, next. But on the other hand, when you finally get enough of technology and the gosh damn phone, it would be nice to have on your desk a telephone that was black that you could dial with your finger and then just turn off the ringer. And if you wanted to get somebody to call you, you give your friends the number. Otherwise, next, <laughs> I'm out. Remember the... Uh, buy, the just buy the, a camera. Yeah. Remember the message things that you had the little bitty tape in there and you had to rewind it? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. my God next no it's funny uh eric says i write checks i don't do atms i read the newspaper every morning and do the puzzles i also warm up food like pizza and soup on the stove instead of the microwave the rest of my household has no self-control and has to have it right now <laughs> shaking my head says eric <laughs> yeah my wife will she will prefer to use the oven on almost anything over the microwave i can't tell the difference um but that's just being lazy i guess um I noticed yesterday in the garage, we have two of these microwaves sitting out there, and I don't know why. Mm. Maybe they're multiplying, because we had one we kept, because they, they're so oh, cheap, wow. and they go out on you, and I, they may be making more little babies. I'm not sure. Time to you open know, a store. I know. Yeah, I know. You did talk about one time, the one thing that somebody told you yes. to, to not fix, but buy a new yes. one is a microwave. That's huh. right. This guy said, because uh, ours was just just too damn big, and uh, wanted one that was littler. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, you know, perusing the aisles, and the guy said, "Don't waste too much time on this. Don't buy the warranty because they they will, you know, work for four or five, six years. You know, you know, but just come buy a new one because there's no reason to. It's just you know, just just buy something cheap." and uh, functional and move along with your day it was good advice too yeah well i get paranoid if one is too old what is it doing to my food but maybe that's just me but you know i don't think you want it too it's old making it hot that's what it is yeah is it, or is it putting it's bad exciting stuff molecules in there? that's all it if does. it's if it's putting bad stuff in there then they're all doing it and it's going to all give us cancer but so is your cell phone so who cares next uh, yeah what do you got uh, what Carmen else? Carmen has an interesting one. She said, be in love with my husband. Seems the status quo is to be miserable. I'm not. He's my best friend. Yep. yep. Um, That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Charo, uh, I think, uh, hopefully I'm Charo. pronouncing. 
uh, well, with one R. So I don't know if that I'm saying. That fine belly dancer from way back. I, I don't know if her. I'm saying this person's name right. They say, I still use a landline because I still have dial-up internet. Oh, oh wow. Well, no, that, no, that's just kind of pitiful. But anyway. <laughs> Robert Maybe says. Maybe it's the best. For, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, on the Facebook post about what you use that might still be archaic, Robert says, I call stores to check hours of operation and to refill prescriptions. Some people can't remember the last time they had a conversation with another human when they didn't have to. It also reminds people that good manners still exist, that some aren't dependent on technology and actually are indeed human. Humans need human connection. Very good. That's Very a really true. good point, and it mm-hmm. is a real, um, I find, in the past couple of years that I have um, not forgotten how to, but I don't seek out conversation. And it's not because I don't like people, because I have friends that I have not talked to, and that's bad. I'm a bad friend. But I, there, it just takes effort that I don't necessarily have the energy to engage in. And it's not being rude or being hateful. I just don't have that much to say. Um, but it, I, I don't know. I, I do find a kill. I, there are people that that I need to talk to, and I'm going to make a a concerted effort to reach out and say, hey, you know, it. I mean, it is mid September for goodness' sake. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't had any kind of you know meaningful conversations this year to speak of. Except for you know a, a a few friends, but everybody seems to be in the same same mindset. I mean, it's just work to have a conversation, and it shouldn't be work. It should be affectionate and just to touch out and just to, you touch somebody and talk to them and say, "Are you okay?" But that question's being asked a lot. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine, but I don't feel like great elaboration is necessary about anything. Just yes or no. That's why all we do is text. It's mm-hmm. easier. Quicker. Suzanne says, landline checks, thank you notes by hand, phone calls, stamps, batteries, flashlights. She sweeps and dusts and still does it all old school. Karen, As opposed to what? I don't get what the I, difference is. Roombas? Yeah, Roombas and vacuuming instead of, um, instead of sweeping. I hate, hate, hate to sweep. But you get up way more if you sweep instead of vacuum. Well, my um, wife does that too. Yeah, sure. Karen keeps a check register. I still do that too, though. Um, I Mer- do for one account, but I but that's too much trouble. <laughs> and anybody that ever found my checkbook, if I died, would go, "Well, this is a mess." Read this. <laughs> Can't read a word it says. No, Meredith, yeah. Meredith, you, Meredith uh, writes handwritten uh, thank you notes and balances yep. her checkbook. Catherine says, go grocery shopping. I hate it when I need to go pick up a few yeah. things, but online grocery shopping pickup is awesome, she says. Yep, yep, yeah. Lisa reads books and newspapers and writes checks occasionally, and her husband even has a VCR. <laughs> loser. Wow, now, loser. a VCR is archaic, but we probably I, have I one will. somewhere that we don't use, but it's somewhere. If he likes it and it makes him happy, it's nobody else's business. So you go, bro, you old, ancient, antiquated <laughs> Mr. Riley. I've got... I've got a VCR DVD combo bit that still works. Oh my Which gosh. does not surprise me it, in Wes? the least. You use it? I haven't used it uh, for a couple <laughs> of months now. But here's the thing. When I want to use it, there's something that I want to see that's not online, but I've got it on a DVD or I've got it on an old videotape someplace. Yeah. So yeah, when I want true. to use it, I really need to use it, and I'm glad I've got it. Cool. Yeah. 
Melanie paper and pen and lists for the calendar. Ken said, "I opened my the door for uh, the car door for my wife." Well, that's and a lot nice of people of you. don't do that. That's very nice. Uh, they Angela, slammed the door on her leg on purpose. <laughs> no, <laughs> I well, don't tell you what. If he's mad enough, <laughs> um, hey, whatever it takes. Angela yep. uses a paper calendar and an agenda book still. Wow, I don't. I hadn't used. I remember like the a, days of. Oh God, remember the um, the craze. God, this has been about thirty years ago. And what, what the hell were they called? Um, oh, those little like, things where you wrote everything down. Yes, and yes, yes. You're a uh, day timer. Day timer. Yes, day timer. Oh my! I God. had one of those which I used, and then I decided that I didn't ever use it, and so I just discarded it. Next, didn't mm. want to, didn't like it, didn't want to pull with it. But I well, make uh, notes to myself on Post-it notes constantly, and oh, they're yeah. everywhere. You got to have lists. Marianne says, I write my grocery list on a piece of paper. Trina, as opposed to what, your dog? As opposed to um, talking it into your phone on notes and then go read it when you're in the store. Hello, Drake, come I, on. I, I, I've never done that, and I don't know how to even begin. You would. What do you say, notes easy. into your phone and it pops up? No, you, well, I don't know. Well, you have an Android, but there, there's, there's probably somewhere on there. Or you just text yourself a list. If it's short, you know. Beer. I take smokes, a picture meat. of the list on the fridge. That's okay, what I do. There's that yes. works. We that do works that too great. sometimes. Yeah. We do that too. Yes. So see, you're in the 2021. Um, Trina. Really. Trina has an old school address book. She listens to albums and reads physical books, and adds and subtracts without a calculator. Yeah. She still writes checks, and stuff like that. Um, oh, J- uh, J- Janine. Jeannie says I still have an AOL account. God, that is old. Um, yeah, I, yeah, some people do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicky, Vicky pops popcorn in a pan on the stove. Still, boy, that's that, the best that, kind. Now that that's old school, right there. Yes, yeah. I recall my mom doing that, and now it goes right in the microwave. In two minutes, it's done, and there's no muss, no fuss. So, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, We're, Zan- we are all slaves to convenience and immediacy. Yep. Uh, Zan says, Zan says, I call for customer service instead of using email. I'll send back all junk mail in their own return address and prepaid envelope. (laughs) No way. No way. Carla, I I, I feel for Carla. She washes dishes by hand. Uh Uh-uh. I want a dishwasher. No, girl. That's that's way too old school. I wash what I have to by hand like a cast iron. So does your husband do all the drying like on, you know, it's. Oh, God. You know, no. Mon Paul Cleaver. I know, right. Oh, for, yeah. I hope their husband does, yeah. I'll wash you dry. I think not. God. Just just toss them out the window. Screw it. Buy new ones. Um, Paul has a uh, drives a manual five-speed. Somebody else says they drive a, a manual six-speed. That's not... Is that a, archaic? I don't know. Really? I don't know how to do know. that. I don't know how I to guess. put it in drive and reverse. That's about it. Yeah. Two people, Philip and Shelley, said they pay their bills with checks. I, I pay some I do, bills with checks. I pay too. most of mine online, but I, there are some that you can't pay online. You know, small, there, Still, there's some that yeah. you just can't. Yeah. So, yeah. so I have, thanks for all I those write checks. Yeah, yeah, great. That's that's good stuff. It does make you long for the days gone by. In some mm-hmm. cases, on the other hand, it reminds you how easy it is to not use any of that stuff and do it with technology. So it's just, you just never know. This is Drake Digital. Um, got a couple things here before we have some dumbasses, and these are, this actually um, falls into that same category. 
jury duty. We've all uh, been there at least once. It is a pain. It's a it's a painful thing. Um, usually they don't pick you, um, but they might if you look like you're a credible, honest, um, you, you, you're trustworthy uh, citizen. I had to do it one time, and it was around the holidays, and nobody was into it. And they just dismissed everybody after two days. That was awesome. <laughs> That's nice. And Me too. then uh, I would be asked to do it again to go to the courthouse in Oxford. Ugh. And uh, But being in the media is not really a good thing to put somebody you know on a jury who already knows the entire story. And has likely talked about it, so that uh, that was a really good escape. Um, so, but it is part of your civic duty, and we all know how much we all want to do our civic duty, like pay taxes and not break the law. Ha ha. So, um, here are some excuses to immediately get out of jury duty. Just say it was me. I did it. No reason for a trial. <laughs> it's over right there. Um, that's one approach you might take. Uh, one more is, I'm just not that into true crime. Uh, just because it's having a moment doesn't mean that it's really for you. Just tell them that. Um, unfortunately, I've chosen an offer from another jury. I can't be on this one. May I please be <laughs> oh, <that's> excused? <laughs> um, I have a bailiff allergy. Try that one. <laughs> Um, a judge will consider your health and let them know that if you that you might die if you're in the same room as a court officer. That often will work. Um, one more excuse for getting out of being on a jury. Tell them you're busy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that works. Uh, and the process would never dream of interfering with somebody who is busy. So try that. Uh, this one, uh, to get you out of being on a jury... Just say my heart really wouldn't be in it. Uh, they want somebody who is genuinely enthusiastic. So uh, that's one more suggestion. Uh, I can't operate on that jury. He's my son. That's for, that's for getting out of surgeries, you idiot. Wrong, wrong case right there. Um, I've seen this crime before, so I already know how it ends. Uh, most attorneys would be concerned that you'll, that you'll ruin the ending for the other 11 members of the jury. No spoilers. Uh, excuses for getting out of jury duty. I'm already nude from the waist down, so what makes you think I won't take off my shirt on a jury? <laughs> most judges, however, won't let you finish that sentence, so don't even try it. Uh, it'll be fun to give this brand new COVID strain a test drive. <laughs> Um, oh my God. So if you're uh, new to this country, a jury room is a great way to test out if it's contagious or not. Mm. Um, it'd be an honor to complete my civic duty. Saying this proves immediately you're a stone-cold liar, and you'll be excused from the process. Um, I'm a judge, and this is my courtroom, uh, so I'll not be on the jury. That do it, you'll be excused. I, uh, that's not my thing. Have you? I had about have, four books and, and and just tried to just sit sit in the hallway for ten hours and I just it was awful. Oh God! Awful. See, when I got called, I don't know. It's been four years ago at least, and I think I don't, 
I think I might have had to go two days. I didn't end up getting called. But yeah, you're sitting there in just fo- uncomfortable folding chairs with other people, and you're and you're just waiting. And you're that's just, bad enough. Other people. Yeah, exactly. And so I think I took a book too, but like, okay, I'll do this because I have to. But yeah, yeah, it's just. Have Wes, have you had to do it? I've had to do it twice. The first time I had to do it was what y'all are describing. I the first day though that I was there, I was lucky enough that I found that. There's this chair right here, and there's a, an electrical outlet in this post right in front of me. So I brought my uh, CD player and some books and listened to some CDs <laughs> as I read, because I just plugged the thing in right there. Didn't worry about running out of power. And the other time was grand jury duty, so I went once oh. a week for about a month and a half and oh. uh, worked on wow. worked on that, and that was a joy. Uh, but you didn't well. get called for that. You just had to go once a freaking week for a month. And once a, half. a freaking week and listen to the uh, the Insane prosecutors clown bring their oh. cases forward to see if they would progress beyond us. Uh, uh, with, uh, take your jam box with you. Nothing <laughs> could be less fun, but it is your duty, I suppose. But then again, many other things are duties that we don't do. So why why bother with that either? Uh, Dumbasses of the day, Wesley commence. All right, I've got one from Altoona, Pennsylvania, where a Five Guys Burger is now a Three Guys Burger after a work dispute. (laughs) This guy named Anthony, 51 years old, got into an argument at the Five Guys Burger where he works. There was another employee who's not named in this story who told Anthony, you're not working hard enough, dude. Anthony did not take this well, and soon the two employees made their way out to the back parking lot behind the shopping center, and that's where Anthony told this guy, I'm going to kill you because that's always the best way to handle these workplace disputes. (laughs) So uh, Anthony took a pin from his sock and swung it at the victim, and he hit him pretty hard and pretty accurately, it turns out. Police later noted that the victim had an inch-long, rather deep cut to the left side of his head behind his ear, just inches from a major artery. I guess anywhere on the left side of your head is going to be inches from a major artery. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Anthony was placed under arrest. He's got a whole bunch of charges, including two felony counts of aggravated assault. And as a large bail and five guys has not uh, commented about the status of the employees or anything else. What are they going to say? Well, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we're still open. (laughs) There's not much else you can say. All right, Sid, what do you have? I think I'll keep a pin in my sock, though, just in case. Um, this is out of California. A customer waited uh, to ambush a manager outside the Wells Fargo Bank because he was upset. Um, at some unnamed guy, he's about in his 40s, walked into the, a bank in California and responded aggressively, it says, after being told to put on a mask, fool. you got to have a mask on in the bank. Of course, he didn't want to wear a mask. The bank manager who didn't want to be identified, so he's just called A, uh, said, look, here, here's we have disposable masks. Here, put one on for our customers. Thank you, you know. Well, he started getting hostile, not wanting to put it on. He starts, like, rummaging through some drawers in the bank's lobby. What's so the manager, the manager, who happens to be Hispanic, threatened to call the police, and, um, and so, of course, the guy started yelling racial slurs at him. I better not catch you outside. He That's said always to the a manager. go-to, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So at the end of the manager's shift around 5.30, apparently the guy shows up in the parking lot, grabbed the manager, and pushed him against or toward a wall. Um, he, The manager says, I started to kind of you know, gather myself a bit and realized he was under attack. The two started to fight. 
The manager tried to choke the dude because the guy was, you know, just trying to beat him up. Meanwhile, a co-worker was there, called the police, and the guy ran off. So, But the manager got a concussion, lacerations to the head, hand, face. He hasn't been back since the incident. This was like a month ago. And uh, so, of course, a report's been filed, battery and hate crime, in the Wells Fargo parking lot. Perfect. God. Great. All right, Wes, you have one more, I believe, over there. Yeah, this one I saw last week. It's a uh, dispute between neighbors. There's a guy named uh, Barat has this tree that's been in his front yard for 25 years. And over the past couple of months during the lockdown in the UK, his neighbors have asked him to have it removed. Well, he doesn't want to. It's been there for you know, a quarter of a century. But the neighbors have said, well, there's the birds in the tree are making too much noise. There's poop on our driveway. And he said, well, we were trying to work something out. And they, we uh, worked it out where I would I had the, the limbs of the tree cut into a ball kind of shape to make sure it wasn't otherwise in the neighbor's way. So basically, it's like a puff ball on a stick <laughs> is what it looked like at that point. And this guy says it must have been no more than three feet onto his side of the uh, property line. It's way above head height. The bottom branches are about eight feet high now. and But they said, that's not good enough. We're tired of this. And he said, I'm going to get a, he says, tree surgeon to cut it down. And he said, no, you can't cut it down. It's The trunk is on our property, so you can't just cut this tree down. So they s- decided that they would cut the half of the branches off that are over oh, their property. God. So now what they've got is half a puffball on a stick on this guy's yard. And he says, it's sad to look at because the tree's been there for so long. It's a really pretty tree, except now it's not unless you look at it from one particular direction. Otherwise, it's that half of a green puffball on a stick. If it's on their property, though, isn't it their right to do that if they want yeah, to? Because if the tree yeah, he, fell, yeah, it'd be his yeah. fault yeah, he or his problem. He, he doesn't deny that it's, the part that's over their property, is is it, they have the right to cut it if they want to, and they did. And it looks ridiculous. Ugh. And he says, now people are driving by just to come and look at this half of a tree that we've got. <laughs> well, because, you know, when they have to, when the when the uh, crews have to cut trees along power or along uh uh, lines between telephone poles that they look like half trees because they have to keep them away from the lines and they look so yep. stupid but you've got to yeah well but this yeah. is ridiculous yeah that's pretty stupid this is drake digital